Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. Today we continue learning Perkyavot, Ethics of the Fathers, with chapter 4, Mishnah 15, in which Rabbi Elazar ben Shabua says, Let the honor of your student be as dear to you as your own, the honor of your colleague as the reverence for your teacher, and the reverence for your teacher as the reverence for Hashem. So, it says in the, in the book of Edibar Tavam, and you shall speak of them, by Rabbi Moshe Bogominsky, it says here, is Rabbi Elazar's message, the reverence of your teacher as the fear of heaven, directed to the teacher in the first clause or the student in the first clause? And he comes to answer here, and he says that in the Gemara, Tamit 7.8, Rabbi Hanina says, I learned much from my teachers, and more than that, I learned, I learned from my colleagues and from my students. I learned more than from all of them. Since the teacher benefits very much from the student, Rabbi Elazar here instructs that the teacher, that the student's honor should be as dear to him as his own. So this is a way of looking at life. This is a way of, of living. If a teacher comes into a classroom and he feels like he's the teacher, they owe me respect, uh, I am the one that's coming here to teach these kids, and if they're not behaving, then I'm gonna be very strong with them. This is an arrogant teacher. This is a teacher that the kids are not gonna learn anything from him. But if a teacher comes with humbleness, and we are learning this week about Moshe Rabbeinu and his humbleness, it's a week of humbleness, then we see that this teacher comes and he's like, you know, I come here to teach these kids, but you know what? It's amazing how much I learn from them, how much I benefit from them. It's incredible. I think I'm teaching them, but at the end I'm gaining more than what I'm giving them. Then this is a teacher that is gonna come with a different attitude towards the class. He's gonna be a more approachable teacher, a more respected teacher, because people respect people who are real, people who are, uh, they acknowledge who they are and what they are. I remember the Rebbe used to say once to a teacher that she should love the least loved student more than any other student. Like that kid that comes into your class this year, that's the less loved kid, the one that is the hardest to love, that's the one you have to love the most. Why? Because this kid was the one that was loved the less the year before, and he carries that with him. So when a teacher is not a loving teacher, is not a, a, a um, approachable teacher, and it's a, a teacher that is, is, is uh, denigrating the students and is humiliating them in front of them, of the other kids, this is not good because that teacher, what he's doing is he's ruining these kids' love for learning. And a teacher should always have in their head that what their purpose is in that class is to arouse in the child a love to learn, a love to love learning Torah, and that will come into the kid into learning how to love God and how to love, how to keep Torah and its votes. And it can be any subject, love math, love history. It's an appreciation. But the teacher has to appreciate the student too. He has to also show honor to the children or to the students so the student can feel that honor towards his teacher. So on the other hand, he instructs the student that though the teacher benefits much from the student, nevertheless the student must have the utmost reverence 
for the teacher to the extent that it is comparable to the fear of heaven. So uh, when we acknowledge, when we appreciate each other, the teacher appreciates the student, the student appreciates the teacher, then both cases are going to feel a lot of respect towards each other. The, the student won't take for granted his teacher and what the teacher is teaching him. Then it says here, the honor of your colleague should be as the fear of your teacher. What lesson can be derived in regard to honoring a colleague from the fear of the teacher? So the answer, says, says Rabbi Bogominski, says a student does not honor and fear his teacher because he anticipates that the teacher will reciprocate and show fear in return. It is strictly because of the teacher's position. So that the student honors the teacher because he's the teacher. If you see a president of a country walking down the street, you're going to show respect because he's the president. But here it says, likewise, the honor one gives a friend should not be contingent on giving honor in return. Like if you're honoring your friend, it's not because you're expecting that friend to honor you back. You should honor him because he's your friend. Because he's your friend, you honor him. Not because what he's going to give you in return. And, and this is valuable assets which one should cherish daily. Like a friend, it says, whoever finds a friend finds a treasure. So if you have a friend, then you have to treasure that friend. And you honor him because of who he is for you. And then the, the last one, and the reverence of your teacher as the fear of heaven. What is this trying to tell us? It says here that students observe and analyze a teacher meticulously. Children, they don't eat up lies. They're, they see the truth in their face. If a person is not being truthful, they can feel it. They can sense it. They can see it. They can grasp it. So it says here, spending much time in the presence of the teacher gives them an opportunity to evaluate the extent of the Yirat Shamaim of that teacher, of his fear of heaven. And the Mishnah is telling the teacher that if he expects Morar Rabbah, that the students should fear him, it is contingent on Morasha mind, his fear of heaven. So if a teacher wants to be respected by his students, he has to show Yirasha mind. A person that is uh, uh, righteous, that he is correct in everything he does, in his dealings, in the way he treats people, in every way, then the students are going to respect him because of, 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 of what he is, of who he is, not because he's the teacher. And when students see that their teacher is great in this attribute, they will hold him in awe. Nevertheless, even if the Mishnah is telling us that even if he's not a, a, a Yirat Shamaim teacher, they have to respect him because he's the teacher. It's, it's the Torah way. It's, uh, it's our Midots. We have to show respect. I remember many years ago, my daughter had a problem with a teacher. This teacher was not very nice to her. And she was having problems with this teacher. And I told her, you know, Sari, when you go to in the morning, when you get into your classroom, go up to your teacher and say hello to her. Go up to her, say hello, good morning, Mrs. So-and-so. How are you? So nice to see you. Tell her something nice. And you're going to see how this teacher is going to change with you. So she started doing it, then this teacher loved my daughter. So many, 
many ways of in which people interact with which with each other could be really very beautiful ways if people were nice and considerate one towards the other if a teacher comes to work and she's tired she had a tough night she has problems in her home she comes to school at the time she has to teach but she has really not a lot of patience towards the students because she has so many issues in her life but if the students come and recognize her and acknowledge her and thank her for coming and giving them their, 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 their class, this teacher is gonna give them everything she's got, regardless of any problem she has. So I leave you here with some food for thought and remember, live a little higher. Thank you. <laughs>